The Department of Veterans Affairs does not endorse or officially sanction any entities that may be discussed in this podcast, nor any media products or services they may provide. Hello, and welcome to the Intern Podcast here with the Department of Digital Media Engagement. My name is Shannon Moran, and I am an intern and executive team leader here uh, with DME. I help run multiple podcasts within our platforms and host this one as well. We work really hard to make sure that you, the listener, get to learn more about what we do here within our DME intern program, your fellow interns, and hopefully you can learn some more about the other departments that we have within our program um, and maybe compel you to apply if you are not an intern with us. With that being said, I hope you enjoy. Hi, Sarah. So to begin, you're a studio art major, but you're in the graphic design internship. Can you explain the difference between those two disciplines? Yeah, of course. Um, So basically, at my university, our art department is just considered studio art. However, a lot of us do more than just basic studio. We do a lot of digital work, video work, that kind of thing. Um, So I've always studied a lot more of the graphics um, side of that. So I do a lot more like graphic design. I do like logo design, a lot of just a lot of different stuff. And so you actually started the internship last year. What drew you to the graphic design department and why did you pick the VA for your internship? Um, Well, actually, I have family members who are veterans, and I've always had a deep respect for them. Um, So I thought, you know, this is a great opportunity to help, you know, recognize them and just bring awareness to, you know, to the veterans and everything. Um, And in terms of the department, the minute I saw they wanted graphic designers, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is perfect. Um, So that was like a given, like, top choice for me. Can you talk a bit more about the service members in your family? Yeah, so it's on my mom's side. Um, he's he, he's not technically like a family member, but he's like a family, almost like an uncle. Um, and he served, I don't remember which, I want to say Vietnam. And, you know, he, you know, he's dealt with, you know, some issues after it, like in terms of PTSD and stuff. And I've grown up, you know, seeing it. And I've always thought, you know, I wish I could do something to help. And granted, he's gotten better over the years, of course, but it's always still kind of there. And it's always been such a big thing for me to help out veterans. And so what are your typical responsibilities as a graphic design intern? Um, so basically a lot of what I do, um, I'll make veteran of the day graphics, um, veteran story graphics and veteran resource graphics, um, which you know vary from resources that are local, more broad for veterans across the country. And the VODs or veteran of the day, um, they are veterans that we're showca- showcasing and, you know, just kind of talking about it, celebrating them. So for people who've never seen a Veteran of the Day post before, can you explain a bit about what that is? Yeah, so basically, um, there's a lot that goes into it. We have the writers, editors, researchers, and the graphic designers. My part of it, um, I find, you know, the images that can work for it. I just put it together almost like I think of it as like a little puzzle. And I like to try and make it as, you know, unique to the veteran as possible, showcase them, celebrate them. Um, We display, you know, their medals that they've gotten, um, their branches, all of that. And once the VODs are completed, they're posted to the blog. 
So the graphic design internship is not your only role. You're also the co-division officer of veteran resources. Can you talk about that? Yes, that's that's a relatively new thing. Um, Back in November of last year was when we started focusing on veteran resources in the internship. And a lot of my job at that point was just helping, you know, get the resources approved and also putting together um, our weekly newsletter, which is also called Veteran Resources, um, which goes out uh, every Wednesday. Um, recently, we've decided to develop a department for it called the Newsletter Development. And with that, we have a, a small group of interns that will be helping us put everything together um, every single week. So kind of what I've been doing, but it'll be more in-depth and it's a lot, a lot of fun. Like, I'm really excited for it. And so since this is the second year of your internship, what have you noticed has changed since way back in summer 2019 when you started? Oh, um, well, I don't want to say like a whole lot. Um, I want to say like I love seeing the growth of everybody. Like everyone just seems a lot more comfortable with each other. Like every single time we get a new intern to join, for example, everyone is just so excited, so welcoming. Um, and it's just it's really fun just seeing the different talents that come through. And so when you're working on the graphic design projects, what is the cross team communication like? How do you interact with the other department? Yeah, so a lot of the times we communicate either through Slack or we'll, well, a lot of the time it's really on Trello. Um, so because each, um, like say veteran of the day, each veteran of the day has like a little card, as we call them. And everyone who's working on that specific veteran of the day can communicate on that card together. So we can be like, hey, you know, can you update this? Or, hey, this graphic needs this added to it. Can you do that? And so that way we're all able to easily discuss everything and not get our messages jumbled up and mixed up and anything like that. And it's just a really easy, just very fun way to communicate. And so since the internship is completely virtual, how does it compare to the kind of projects that you do either for your major or for other jobs that you've had? Um, Well, it's not too much different. Um, Like in a previous job I had, I helped design some like flyers and like a charm. I worked at a jewelry store. And I did all of that outside of my store. So I did all that at home anyway. Um, in terms of like projects with school, a lot of it is done digitally since I do focus on the digital stuff. Um, but it is different because in terms of like, say, school, I can actually go to like our digital media labs and sit in there with like my professors and other students and like collaborate easier. Whereas online, it's a little bit different, but it's not too different to where it's making it like completely different if that makes sense yeah and so since this since this is your second year you're now onboarding and leading and guiding people who are joining the internship for the first time what has that process been like it's been really fun I've always loved helping out in terms of like you know I don't say a leadership position but um just helping just guide everybody get them used to everything because I know it can be a lot. Like when I first joined last year, at first I was like, oh my gosh, like what is all this? Like what's Slack? What's Trello? What is this? Um, And so I really like getting to help everybody just kind of take a step back, you know, take a breath and realize, you know, okay, this is how this is formatted. This is what this does. And it's really fun just seeing how eager um, our new interns have been and just how talented they are too. Like they're amazing. As the department head, how do your responsibilities differ now from when you were a regular graphic design intern? Um, so basically, I don't make as many graphics anymore. Um, every now and then I do make them, though. 
Um, but a lot of my time I spend kind of almost like behind the scenes, kind of like formatting like new projects that are coming out, organizing things like that, uh, keeping track of reports, communicating with the interns if they need help with anything. Um, I go through Trello and check on the cards, make sure that they're all getting completed in a timely manner. Uh, yeah, that kind of stuff. And so since you're in your last year of college, what do you see yourself doing once you graduate? Um, well, my dream is to eventually work um, towards my master's. I want to go to the Savannah College of Art and Design and focus in graphic design. Um, so hopefully that can be um, achieved. And so back when you were talking about the difference between studio art and graphic design, how do you see um, the applications of graphic design in terms of veteran communities, um, communication with non-veteran communities, getting the word out there, things like that? Um, I think, you know, graphic design is so important in that sense, especially nowadays, since our society is so reliant on social media, which of course isn't, isn't a bad thing. Um, but with that, you know, graphics and like imagery is what can draw people in, like same with like a movie poster. We're inclined to look at something that interests us. And then we're like, oh, what is this about? I want to see it. I want to read more about it. And so with graphics, like say like with a veteran resource graphic, we really want it to capture the viewer with an image and like a text that kind of describes like say the resource that they're um, describing. And I think it's just a very crucial part, especially with communicating uh, veterans nowadays. Are there any accessibility considerations that you have to keep in mind when you're designing a graphic card or anything like that? Not usually. A lot of the time, we keep everything pretty straightforward and like in a simple kind of template, if that makes sense. So a lot of accessibility, any well, any accessibility issues that we come across, they're usually easily solvable. So looking back at the past year that you've been the internship, is there a certain project that stands out to you and why? Yes, actually, my very first um, veteran of the day was for Mr. Hans Siedemann, I believe. I hope I'm not pronouncing his name incorrectly. Um, I remember right after we posted his blog post, his family reached out and, you know, thanked the interns for the graphics, for the story and just for highlighting him. And that's really stuck with me this entire time. And every veteran card I make sticks with me, but that one especially has always stuck with me. And that's what, I mean, that's kind of like what I want to do. I want to, you know, bring joy to the families and to the veterans themselves and just highlight, you know, what they've done for our country. And so looking ahead to the future, are there any graphic design projects that you're excited to be working on or that you wish that you could bring on as a new project? My biggest thing right now, I'm really excited to help um, our new interns work on, you know, holiday graphics. So like the Navy birthday, Army birthday, that kind of thing. I think that's going to be a lot of fun um, because last year it we didn't really focus a lot on that last year. So I'm hoping that this year we can really have them focus on that. Um, but I'm also very excited because recently we've had we've been making a lot of graphics for the uh, secretary of the VA with like his like quotes that he said. And so that's been very fun to see the uh, interns develop that as well. So I would say those two are like my, are what I'm most excited to see. And so if somebody was interested in the graphic design internship, what are some things that you think they need to know beforehand? Um, reliable internet. Uh, that's a big one. Um, really just like, you know, a work ethic, you know, 
a strong want to help veterans um, because we all take it very seriously. Um, but it's a very fun environment. Like it's honestly my favorite job I've had. It's it's amazing. Um, so yeah, really just being eager to help out and bring awareness to the veterans. And is there anything that you would say to students who are in a non-graphic design major or who are doing graphic design as a passion outside of academics completely? Um, in ter- like, do you mean as in like joining the... Like who, who might not know if they're qualified enough for the internship might have some hesitations? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't even like worry, like if you're not a major, I wouldn't worry about that. As long as you show that, you know, you, you're knowledgeable in what you do, you have a general understanding with Photoshop and all of that, and you enjoy making these graphics, you're going to have a lot of fun doing it. So can you guide us a bit through the application process that you did last year to become an intern and also the process that you went through to become the head of the department? Yeah, so um, last year when I was applying, I remember going through, you know, the VSFS website. And at first I was overwhelmed because I was like, oh my gosh, there's all these different positions. And in the minute I saw graphic designer for the VA, I was like, that's what I want to do. Um, so I immediately you know, made that my top choice and I was going through it. It's a very easy process. Um, very quick, honestly, if you have like, you know, your resume already done and filled out and everything. Um, once I got through that, then it also, it prompted me to ask, or sorry, to state, you know, why do you want to work for this department? Like, what is it, what is it about this that makes you want to work with us? And for me, it was, you know, having a passion for helping veterans because my family members have, are veterans and I've always just had a passion for helping them. And once I uh, completed all of that, just submitted it very easy, very quick. And yeah, it's just great. Um, in terms of becoming a department head, um, I remember, gosh, I want to say back in February, um, our executive leadership team approached me and asked if I wanted to take it on and be a department head. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, this would be amazing. And it was pretty simple. Um, it's really not a whole lot different from just being a regular intern. Um, I just, you know, I got, like I said, a little bit more behind the scenes. So I just kind of was trained a little bit more in how we track everything, how we communicate with other department heads and how we develop projects and communicating and everything like that. And for the Veteran Resources Project, can you guide us through the entire process of building each newsletter week by week? Yeah. So when I'm building a newsletter, um, what we do, so there's always a template made. Um, Usually it's based off of the last week. We just recycle that same template and alter it. So we have, you know, a bunch of links in there about um, to the to our other podcast, Born the Battle. So that's what's at the top um, to our Veteran News Network on YouTube. So we update those links according uh, to like new videos, new podcasts, that sort of thing. Um, same with Instagram. That's also on there, too. We highlight a lot of fun social media stuff. And then there's always one main top story that we talk about. And then that has like, you know, a detailed description, picture and links. And then below that, there's more um, resources, or as I call them, main stories. Um, Same kind of thing. They're just like a smaller image, but it has a description, the links to them, and all of that good stuff. And then later on, like, we'll put in, like, if there's any events coming up, like, that are, like, webinars or something like that, we'll highlight those. Um, We also have a a giant button to go to nrd.gov which is a huge database with all these different resources available to veterans. Um, And then 
towards the end of the uh, newsletter, we have links for the blog and also for the VA news releases. And with those, we update them for every single week. So usually between um, after the last newsletter was posted and then right before the next one's posted, we update those links into there. So there's no imagery with those. It's just the link, the title, and that's pretty much it. And then same with the VA news release. It's um, the title with the link attached to it. And that's pretty much it. It's, it's really straightforward. It's a lot of fun to do. <laughs> so in your view, um, what's the value of having a graphic designer on any kind of digital media team versus just having an all text post or a non-graphic and design oriented uh, newsletter? Um, I think having graphics really just helps draw people in and having a graphic designer who is knowledgeable with like say programs like Photoshop, um, Illustrator, InDesign, we're able and we know how to draw people in, what draws people in. And I think basic text posts, although they can draw people in, a lot of times, you know, especially nowadays, everyone is just so all over the place. I want to, I guess you can describe it. We're just always thinking, always trying to multitask. And then when we see something that catches our eye, we're like, oh, this can be cool. And then that usually draws us in. So having a designer who understands how to draw somebody in, but also how to highlight what's important really is beneficial. So you mentioned Photoshop and Illustrator. Um, what are some of the other tools that you use during this internship? And what should potential interns keep in mind that they should have some proficiency in before they apply? Um, biggest thing is Photoshop. Um, we don't um, supply a subscription to Photoshop, so that does have to be acquired outside of it or outside of the internship. Um, but we also, I know one of our interns uses, I want to I say GIMP. Um, so really any program that can work like Photoshop. So GIMP or I think Clip Studio, I want to say is what it's called. That's another good one. Um, I've only ever used Adobe programs myself. Um, but yeah, mostly just anything that's like Photoshop that we can use and is easily accessible. Um, those are the big things. So with the rise of do-it-yourself resources like Canva, a lot of people who don't do graphic design have been taking on those responsibilities themselves. What kind of perspective does an actual graphic designer add to a team? Um, well, an actual graphic designer really adds in like knowledge of like a design principle. There's a lot of things in imagery that we don't think about on a daily basis that are important, like a composition, the coloring, all that stuff, like even overlaid text. And it's really helpful to have somebody who understands, okay, this is what will work here. This is what we should cut out. Um, so that really does help make something more successful. And so when you're making your way through the world, how do you personally differentiate between bad graphic design or graphic design that doesn't meet its goals and good graphic design? Um, well, nowadays, everything is so um, personalized. It's kind of like to one person, something could be great. To another person, it could be, you know, horrible. Um, a lot of graphics that you see like nowadays, I feel like if you're in Times Square, you see all these logos. Like Those are all made by graphic uh, designers. Um, really it's a matter of what's portraying or sorry, what it is portraying. Like it gives it like a voice without really having to state it. And I think originality is a huge thing with that. Like the Nike swoosh, like that's a huge thing that really differentiates them from everybody else. Um, 
So I think just really looking for originality and like what it's saying about the company that it's representing. How common are opportunities like the VSFF's um, VA graphic design internship where you can actually be designing for a good cause for something like a veteran community? Um, I see them a lot. Um, but honestly, with the VA, like the VA has like the most designers I've seen. A lot of like other internships are like, oh, we'll hire just one person. Whereas with the VA, you know, we have a huge, amazing team. Um, it's it's harder to find internships and just, I want to say, I don't want to say jobs in general, but it's definitely a little bit more tricky like nowadays with, you know, COVID going on. Um, but I think VSFS has really just done an amazing job with bringing designers together to help with a good cause like the VA. And so looking forward beyond the internship, how do you see your engagement with veteran communities in the future? Oh, I've always been very um, vocal about my support for veterans, and I've always researched it, like how I can help and donate. Um, like, I know I donate to the veterans every, I think, month. They, you know, request like clothing. I always try and donate stuff with that. Um, so I think outside of the internship, I'll still always continue to be looking out and just finding ways that I can help out, even in the smallest way as like donating some clothes or money or something like that. And so for the year ahead, what's a certain goal that you have either personally or in terms of the internship that you'd like to achieve? Um, well, personally, I hope to graduate. <laughs> I'm supposed to graduate next May. Um, for the internship, I'm really hoping we're able to just get, you know, everyone just easily, you know, you, well, everyone just get everyone used to the internship. because I know it can be overwhelming at first. Um, and just hopefully everyone's just very happy and just eager to work and just help out. Like that's like my biggest thing, I think. So you mentioned that the graphic design team is larger than usual. How do you navigate the differences that people have in their approach to graphic design or even their approach to things like communication and workflow? Um, so in terms of graphics, um, a lot of us have a similar approach, especially with like the VODs and the ABSs. Um, in terms of communicating, everyone's pretty really similar as well, actually. We're all always on Slack or they're emailing me. I have, you know, my notifications all set up everywhere, like my personal email, I have the graphic design email I check, I have Slack always on for notifications on my phone and my computer. Um, but everyone's just always really good with talking to each other and helping each other out, especially like within the different departments. Like, say if a writer comments, hey, this card needs a graphic designer on here, before I even get online to see it, so I, one of my interns will be like, oh, hey, no, I'll, I'll take it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. Like, they're all just great. So for an intern who's never worked virtually before, what kind of pointers for communication and talking to you or the other co-heads would you have? Um, I would just always say, you know, don't be nervous. Um, I know it can seem like, I don't want to say intimidating because, you know, we're all interns. We're all here to help each other out and just have fun and bring, you know, awareness to the veterans and the veteran community. Um, but really just, just learned how to communicate, how to check, you know, Slack daily. That's the quickest way to get in contact with everybody. Um, mainly because like, and I know for myself, I have emails coming in all the time. Whereas with Slack, if I get a personal message, it pops up immediately. It doesn't get lost in like my huge array of emails. 
Um, but yeah, just, you know, being eager and open-minded and just wanting to connect and communicate. And so since it is your second year, you offer a different perspective on the intern team. What would you say is the biggest thing that you learned over your first year on the internship that you're taking into your second? Ooh, I would say, I mean, communication for sure. Um, That's always been a big thing, especially with a virtual internship. It's so much different than going to an office. Um, Like I've only ever worked in person before my previous jobs and working solely virtually was a big change for me at first. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not seeing anybody face to face. But with, you know, opening up and communicating with everybody, you get to know everybody, you make friends in here, you y'all joke, we we laugh together. So it's, I think communication is just like the biggest thing for me. And so how did you decide that you wanted to do um, graphic design as your focus? Um, well, I've always had a big fondness for graphics. What really got me into art in general was just regular, you know, Disney animation as a kid. Um, but as I grew older, I found myself really intrigued by logos and advertisements and how they format it and, and all of that stuff. And I was like, you know, this is something that I can really have fun with and work with and use to the greater good, like with the veterans, you know, help bring awareness and celebrate them. Um, so I think that was the biggest thing for me, like working with the VA has really helped me to love being a graphic designer even more because I'm able to celebrate our veterans. So when working on a VOD or the newsletter or any other project, what would you say is the balance between creativity and sticking to the template or functionality? Oh yeah, that's a big one. Um, I would say like, I always keep in mind, you know, what we're trying to portray because every designer has their own kind of style, I guess you could say. We all have different, you know, ways of organizing and planning. And it's very important to remember what we're doing and who we're doing it for. So we don't want anything to be super like stylistic and like we want it to be unique to the designer to a slight extent. Like we want to be like, oh yeah, I made this, but it, it still needs to focus on the big picture, which in this case is a VOD or veteran resources. And so when you're working on a VOD, do you get the writing first and then form the graphic after? How does the process work? With the VOD, yes. Most of the time, um, we usually get to uh, get, get to a card after it's been written, but sometimes it isn't written. Um, if it's not written, we'll go and see like, oh, what branch were they in? Because a lot of the times these are um, submitted by the public, um, like a family member. And so they'll be like, oh, they were in the army or the Navy or, or something like this. And so while the research team and the writers are getting everything together, we're able to go ahead and start working on uh, a graphic. Um, but sometimes we have to hold off while we're waiting for uh, the team to find, say, imagery for them if we can't find any ourselves or if we're waiting to hear back from the source. Um, but like nine times out of 10, we're able to just immediately get to work on it, just start working. And if a writer has already updated their, their drafts and everything, um, we're able to be like, oh, okay, they have this, these medals, they were in this branch, they were this, they were that. And we're able to just you know, make a graphic, make it personal to them and get that squared away. 
how, if at all, does knowing the veteran's story impact how you're designing the graphic? Um, it helps a lot knowing their story because it really it makes you feel like you're talking to them sometimes. Um, you're like, oh wow, you know, they've done this. They this is how they've served. This is how long they served, and it makes it feel more personalized. I think instead of being like, oh, name army, here's their medal. This is what they did. By getting to read their story we're able to also feel like that appreciation and like almost like a connection with them. All right. Thanks so much for talking to me today, Sarah. Is yeah, of course. Is there anything else that you'd like to say to people who are considering this internship? Um, yeah, I mean, I just say do it. It's so much fun. Um, like, like I said, it's like my favorite job I've had. It's, it's amazing. Everyone here is great. It's an amazing opportunity. Um, yeah, just, just do it. It's really fun. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to the DME Interns Podcast. We hope you learned something about your fellow interns, more about our program, and that you come back and listen to us soon. Have a great rest of your day.